Hello, welcome to the Creative Careers Podcast. My name is Jennifer Simon. I'm Director of Business and Content Development at Entrepreneur, an online platform that helps creatives succeed. My guest today is Alexis Yoon, an art advisor, business and branding strategist, Artur Dosen, activist and former artist. Prior to founding The Art Diplomat and Art Advisory for Good, she worked for the premier art show, Art Basel, and the prestigious auction house, Christie's. Welcome, Alexis, to the program. Thank you for having me. What was your initial interest in the arts? I grew up in Hong Kong. I love drawing, painting, photography, dancing, and singing. So when it was time to choose college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, except that I was really good in art. So I thought it was natural to go to art school. And I came to America for the first time and studied in Boston. I went to Tufts University, where I did a Bachelor of Fine Arts in studying studio art and art history. I was practicing photography and design, and I loved it in the beginning. But then I was surrounded by so many students at Tufts that were studying international relations and aspired to become diplomats. So that got me to start thinking about what I could do with my own art practice. And so I started including social message in my own art and started thinking about what I could do with my art for social change. I did a project with immigrants in Boston, documenting their stories, as well as working with survivors of domestic violence and teaching them how to use a camera to do photo essays to tell their own stories. I loved being an activist and artist in college, but then afterwards, I didn't really know how to become a full-time artist. So I started brainstorming ways that I could use the Bachelor of Fine Arts, and that led me to Christie's. And so it was a great opportunity. So they put me as an intern where I helped out with a lot of the auction and valuation and client service. And very quickly, I got a full-time job there and I worked there for quite a few years and I learned so much about business. I learned so much about technology in the art gallery system, as well as client service in general. And it was just so interesting. I decided to go back to grad school to get more business skills. So I went to Columbia in New York City to study arts administration for my master's. I studied visual and performing arts management, I took many classes at business school involving accounting, branding, and investment. And actually, I took many classes at the urban planning school as well because I was really passionate about public art and how art engages people in a city. And so after graduation, that led me to work at Art Basel. That's really interesting. It's great that you have the confidence now and the skills to kind of do what you want. So Alexis, some of our listeners might not be familiar with artists who practice socially engaged art. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? That's a really good question. When I say socially engaged art, I'm thinking of artists who use art as a tool for their activism. Take climate change for an example. I know so many artists that use their art to send a message about why this is such an important issue in the world. And to me, that's so important. I recently went to an event where they had a scientist talk about the effect of climate change on rainforests, and he said the reason that he is now looking to artists to send us a message is because when people hear science, it may not necessarily give them the positivism and encouragement to do something about the world because it's just so dire and it's just so sad. When you send a message through art, sometimes the message is more powerful. 
And when it's so beautiful, it's something that people can engage with. I think there's something that is so special about using art for activism. So Alexis, you just started a new business called The Art Diplomat that is an art advisory for artists for social good. What impact do you want to see as a result of forming the company? I think what I want to do through The Art Diplomat is to bring together the two worlds between activist art and commercial art, because I really see that they're, they're very different worlds. There are artists and activists doing great work with social message, but they're not really getting the funding or attention or expertise to have great events or have great spotlights to showcase what they do. And that actually affects their platform. And that's why sometimes they're not seen in art fairs or galleries or um, in people's homes because their work is seen as non-commercial. And I think I want to change that. And for the commercial art world, we have so many great artists that get great exposure and have great gallery openings, and they get a lot of funding from the business world or people with means, and that's just because of the attention that they're getting. And I see that there is a huge opportunity to bring together these two worlds, and I could be the glue. And of course, I'm only one person, and I can't do so much, but I would love to start this movement and get more people to notice this field of using art for social change. What is it like to start a company and be a creative entrepreneur? I think it's still so new that sometimes I don't believe it. It was really, really scary starting my own thing at first. I remember just thinking, well, when I was approached to do a lot of art advising or curating, I just kept thinking I'm not qualified to do this. In the art world, we all know that you need a PhD in art history to be a curator. And I just kept thinking, I'm not qualified. And after so many like encouragements from friends and colleagues, I started doing it without thinking too much about it. And I had friends from outside the art world who don't understand my doubt. They actually told me that, well, you see art every day and you've been in this world for so long. I don't understand why you think you're not qualified. And that gave me the confidence to just go out and tell people what I do. I think I still get scared sometimes. It's like an imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to do this? But sometimes it just takes someone who is willing to do this. Because if I don't do this, it's someone else doing what I want to do. Maybe there is, but then there is always room for more people to do something meaningful. And right now, I've gotten into the groove of being an entrepreneur. It's been so much fun. I think when you're brave enough to tell people what you want to do, that attracts people. And that confidence that you can do something makes other people believe that you can do it and they trust you with your work. And in the past two months, I've just been amazed by how many people who have come with amazing projects I never thought I was qualified to do, and they trust me with so much expertise. It's just really, really fun to do. I think you make a a couple good points, Alexis. Being an entrepreneur is scary, but it, it is also so much fun. Why specifically are you interested in women artists? I remember when I was thinking of starting this, my friend told me that, well, if you were a guy, you would have done this a long time ago. Because as women, sometimes we look at a job description, we just think that, oh, if I don't fit all 10 criteria, then I wouldn't even apply. And that's not what a lot of men do. When I was doubting myself, I just told myself, well, a guy would have gone for it. So that led me to doing this podcast, that led me to do a lot of panels and just 
talk about my expertise. And once you start doing it, you just feel more and more confident. I see a lot of myself in women artists. When you are really harsh on yourself and you don't put your work out there until you think it's 100% ready. But sometimes that's not what men do. Like they even show people their drafts and that's how they get commissioned. And people really encourage confidence. So when I talk to women artists, it's a lot for work, but sometimes I feel like I'm almost talking to them as a friend, like almost as a therapist or like an encourager to tell them that you're qualified to do this and I'm excited for you and I believe in you. So it's just been so great meeting so many women artists. So Alexis, you mentor a lot of artists, but also arts professionals, arts administrators. What advice do you have for somebody who just about to start college or have graduated college? What skills do they need or what should they look out for? Jennifer, you're totally right. Mentorship is so important to me. It's my number one privilege for me to be in this position and being able to speak to younger artists and arts administrators because I just remember so clearly being in that position and how helpful it was. So that's why I think the most important thing is to to get a great mentor. If I look back in my email during my graduation year, so many people that didn't know me helped me. They didn't even meet me. They were people that I found on LinkedIn, alumni, strangers who interviewed me. I was just so open about asking for help and people really wanted to help. I really think most people in the arts are passionate about what they do and they have all been through it. So they want to help. Just ask. And if they don't reply, it's not because they are too good for you. It's just because they're too busy. So don't hesitate to ask for help. People like it and people want to bring up others in the arts. When you meet someone that loves the arts and want to be in a career filled with art, they're usually people that are so passionate and just just have this joy of wanting to do something meaningful. And that that is just beautiful. And I think one advice that I would give to graduating students right now is to find a group of people that can go through this journey with you. I think one advice I would give graduating students who want to become arts administrators or artists or just be in this art world is to find a group of people that share your passion and just make a pact to support each other. When I was an intern, I remember a mentor telling me that instead of going for all the museum directors or making friends with your supervisor, make friends with all the interns because these are the people that will grow with you in your career. So I started a text group with a group of interns in different companies. And throughout our careers, we just invited each other to openings, to um, our events, and to tell each other about exciting artists or exciting business models that are out there. And to be honest, that's as great as my graduate degree because you just learn so much from each other's perspective and you also get entry and connections into each other's world. And it's been so amazing and we're still growing together so many people on this group are now gallery directors, auction house specialists, and I'm so proud of them. Alexis, I can absolutely see why you've been so successful. So you're from Hong Kong and you have this international experience. How is the art world different? 
I think the Hong Kong art world is still very green compared to London and New York, but it's also very exciting because Hong Kong doesn't have an established infrastructure in the arts. That's why there's also more room for creativity. And it's been really exciting seeing how many new business models are coming out of Hong Kong that connects entrepreneurship with design and art. And that's something that a lot of people from the West actually are learning about because they're starting from scratch. People are thinking about what they can do in technology and how they can combine the commercial world with the art world. And that's something that the West can learn a lot from. And for myself, after years of working internationally in New York, London, Buenos Aires, Switzerland, I've learned so much about the different art worlds. But I'm also really happy to say that the arts is so international. Like art is a language that can translate wherever you go. So I used to worry about losing my network if I kept moving around the world, but actually it's just been a benefit and it's strengthened my resume and my expertise. So I've worked internationally in many different countries, and these include New York, London, Switzerland, Argentina, and it's just been really fun seeing how the different art worlds are. And while they have many differences and they all have their own unique edge, I'm also really happy to say that art is a universal language and I've been able to use my network internationally while moving around and meeting different artists because sometimes even when I didn't speak the language, I was able to communicate through art and that's just something very beautiful. So I think for that reason, I will continue to work internationally and to look at different examples of great museums and great artists everywhere. And as an art diplomat, I would love to use art for cultural exchange. It would be my dream to be able to bring, say, a Chinese artist to America or an American artist to China and just to encourage a conversation around it and to encourage people to use art to look beyond their circle and their society and see what is happening around the world. Alexis, it's been wonderful talking to you today and I find you and your experience so inspiring. Our guest today has been Alexis Yoon. You can follow Alexis at YSY Alexis and learn more about her work on her website, theartdiplomat.com. To learn more about Entrepreneur, go to our website, entrepreneur.com.